0: Cast episode three yeah this is episode three <laughs> talking about masturbation today <laughs> the fun topic of masturbation um yeah we're gonna talk about some myths we're gonna talk about just what masturbation is um and then some of the things that we hear from our clients about masturbation whether that's um yeah we'll get into some of the some of the client experiences and obviously, of course, if you have any questions after the podcast or whatever, feel free to send them our way and we'll, you know, if we're going to ha- have another masturbation episode, we'll answer your questions in that episode. Cool. So masturbation, Brad, what, what is masturbation? What yeah. constitutes masturbation? What's, what, what do you think when you hear that, that term? Um, what I think of is self-love, right? So mm-hmm. it's, it's a way
1: to express um sexual pleasure for yourself. So it's it's the person, so one person sex. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and you know, it takes lots of varieties of forms. Um, you can incorporate fantasy into that. Um, you can incorporate toys into that. Um, and you know whatever whatever that means for mm-hmm. the for the individual person. Um, and it, it can be part of self-care, right? So, um, and, and I think it's important to point out that like people who are in sexual relationships with other people can still masturbate. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that's, that's a myth that that's out there that, you know, people think that if you're in a sexual relationship with someone else, that masturbation now is forbidden or whatever. Um, and that's not necessarily true. And I mean, of course, that's something that you need to talk to and work out with your partner. Um, and I'm certainly not saying that you should masturbate in lieu of being sexual with your partner, but you know, uh, I do think that's one of the myths is that you know partnered people can't or shouldn't masturbate.
0: So. Right, right. Well, and this idea that like you should get all your sexual pleasure, sexual activity from having sex with your partner, and you shouldn't need to masturbate or shouldn't want to masturbate you know there's like that thought of like it's almost somehow you're bad because you want to masturbate even though you have a partner there that you should have sex with when you feel sexual you know that's like a huge thing i think in some couples that we see
1: yeah and it like a good way to understand that i think would be to say um there's sometimes so so if we if we talk about this issue but not talk about you know like Anyway, so so I think that there's people that like to be with other people, but those people also may want to be alone sometimes, right? Right. Like socially. Yeah, right. So right. they, like might, not, yeah, right. Yeah. So they uh-huh. might not be, want to be around other people, crowds of people, socially all the time. They might want to spend some time by themselves. And so I mm-hmm. think masturbation is the same thing. Like, yeah, I, you want to be sexual with your partner um, and take care of your partner's sexual needs as well. But then there might be times where you want to be by yourself. And I think that's perfectly fine. Mm -hmm. As long as you're not, like I said, not doing it to the detriment of your relationship um, and only masturbating and not having any sexual energy to share with your partner, then that can Mm -hmm. be problematic. But I think that
0: it's also fine for someone to express that alone. Yeah, definitely. And I think there's this... And I, I think I see it in, we have a fair amount of uh, religious. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have some a fair amount of religious clients. Um, and I think masturbation in general is a good tool to figure out what you like sexually and stuff like that. But I think sometimes the message of masturbating being wrong in a lot of Christian circles then later on, the individual doesn't know what they like or they get married or not necessarily just married, but they get with a partner and they're like, "I don't, what's going on? So then obviously the script turns to porn. I mean, that's a whole other issue, but they don't know what they like partially because they haven't had the chance to masturbate or to or to figure out what they're, you know, what's pleasurable to them.
1: Yep. And that brings up another concept to me is... Uh, mutual masturbation right so um you can masturbate but with your partner there um, or your partner can masturbate you right so um you know that that that's a way to help for couples to figure out or to, for even individuals to figure out what they like and what they don't like is certainly through masturbation but also if you masturbate with your partner then your partner knows what you like and what you mm-hmm. don't like as well
0: mm-hmm. yeah for sure so so why do you think why do you why do people masturbate what are some of the reasons why people masturbate both generally and also i think it it looks different a little bit with the guys that we see you mm-hmm. know so i think we, maybe we can talk about those both in different avenues but so why why do generally people masturbate um the first thoughts that came to my
1: mind when you asked that is. Stress relief and Uh. to go to sleep. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Um, And so, of course, that may be more male-oriented, although I don't necessarily think so. Right. Um, But it could be more, I suppose, prevalent in males. Uh, But that's the two reasons that I get when I ask clients that question, Um, is they want, yeah, they use it for stress relief, boredom, Mm -hmm. to relieve boredom. Um, and to go to sleep, those are probably the the first, the top three probably reasons. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm.
1: They I'm trying to figure out how to say like um, probably ideally they should be do it using masturbation as part of loving themselves and mm-hmm. taking care of their needs, right? Taking care of their sexual needs themselves. Um, which i still can be true Mm -hmm. so they're doing that and trying
0: to fall asleep and trying to Mm relieve stress mm -hmm. and stuff like that so right right and it's it's a fine line i think like so i mean usually the guys we see are out of control It's, it's gotten to a point where whether it's masturbation or pornography or any other sexual activities to a point where it's out of control and where they're using it as a coping. So it's just, I mean, it's just interesting because it's a fine line between, like, not like, not just using it for sexual things, which is fine, but then when does that turn into, okay, now it's detrimental to something, you know what I mean? It's just such a fine line because it's okay. I think it's okay to use it at times to stress relief or to, like, Get your mind off of something i don't think that's bad necessarily it's then that turns into something else you know right yeah it and it's you know you said where it, you kind
1: of implied where is that line right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's in my opinion it's when you can't calm down or your stress can't be relieved without doing mm-hmm. masturbation or whatever it is that you're doing to cope with um and our brains adjust our, our brains are lazy <laughs> yeah um and they adjust quickly to stuff like that so if you're if you only go to masturbation to relieve stress then pretty soon your brain will think that it can't have less stress without masturbation so now you're becoming dependent on mm. it right mm-hmm. um it's a similar thing to i'm going to Make a whole lot of people angry with this next comment. (laughs) It's similar to coffee, right? So if you need coffee to wake up in the morning, then pretty soon you feel like you cannot wake up without coffee, Mm -hmm. right? Like you can't function without a cup of coffee or without five cups of coffee or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. So you just have now simply become dependent on that for that purpose that you were using it for in the first place. And so, which is, that I think that's how people cross that line into becoming dependent on it, um, which is, like you said, what we deal with with out of control sexual behavior. Um, the coping mechanism has worked too well, mm. and they became too dependent on it, um, and didn't have any other options
0: to relieve stress or to help them fall asleep or whatever it is. Right, right, and that's. I think that's the way I like to frame it with people. It's like having options. Like so, for example, a, a thought that came to my mind was. Um, someone that tends to masturbate with a stronger grip or something like that's kind of how your body and your brain is gonna are gonna get used gonna get used to like orga as an orgasming. So I had a client that w- that was the case, and it was a bit difficult. Then when it was he's ha- having partnered sex, because it wasn't as much of a pressure as yep. he's used to that with his hand, and he kind of like, I, forget, I think he called said a death grip it or something like yeah. that. But, um, so. The way I framed it is like, okay, that's, you know, obviously there's something, uh, the way I framed it is like having options, you know, you want to be able to both masturbate maybe with a little bit pressure, but then also be able to finish with your partner in the mm-hmm. way that you want to. And so I think that's the way I like to frame it, like if your only option is masturbating when you're stressed, or if your only option is going and hooking up with someone or whatever then maybe it'd be beneficial to have more options, you know? Right. Well, and then that makes me think of, um, when we,
1: when we do something repetitively, our brain again is lazy. And so it thinks, oh, okay, well this works and it's easy. Let's do this. Um, so in other words, what I'm, what I'm leading towards is I think males can tend to masturbate incorrectly, mm. um, and that always gets my clients' attentions when it t- when I say that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so they're like, "What do you mean?" Yeah. Um, and so, for example, when we masturbate, we move our hands, men, um, and when we're having sex, we move our hips. Right. right. We don't necessarily. Um, I mean, you can move your partner, but um, it's yeah. There's a difference yeah. uh, between masturbation and sex. Um, just even in in the position and how we use our bodies and so for example we tend to masturbate in the same position Um, you know like if it's laying down then we tend to masturbate laying down all the time Mm -hmm. we don't masturbate on our knees or standing up Mm -hmm. or whatever Mm -hmm. Um, and so but often in sex you have to change positions because you get tired right or your arms hurt Mm -hmm. or your legs hurt or whatever and so you change position, and then sometimes men will lose an erection because they've changed position when they're not changing position when they masturbate. Mm-hmm. And so I'll recommend to people like when you masturbate, stop halfway through and change position, uh-huh. right? Um, or stop halfway through and pause for 30 seconds and then resume because then you're training your body oh, I'm not done. You know, so when you change positions or have to put a condom on, then you're not going to lose your erection uh, right. right because then you're 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 masturbating more similarly to sex
0: right right and it's so interesting how again like you said our brains are lazy like you're used to that a and a to b kind of thing like you start getting aroused you start getting an erection and then you stimulate and then mm-hmm. orgasm comes like right. that's masturbation it's just kind of a straight pretty much a straight line Whereas sex is like yeah. more of an up and down thing, yeah, it's right. very interesting.
1: Yeah, when I explain that to people about they masturbated incorrectly and then I <laughs> t- tell them what I just said, they their faces and sometimes they'll audibly say, "Wait, you can do that? Like that's <laughs> that's like you can do whatever you want." <laughs> um, but it's that they because I mean we have clients that they'll. You know, sexual dysfunction is part of what we do, right? And so they're not—they're not performing sexually with their partner the way that they would like to perform. Um, and masturbation is always part of that discussion with me: is how are you training your brain during masturbation? And then when sex is different than that, and so your brain is going to be like, "That's not how we're supposed mm-hmm. to do that." <laughs> There's no death grip during sex, is that right? Like that's right. not—that's not the way that's supposed to work, right? Our brain mm-hmm. is like it likes consistency so
0: yeah well that and that's like perfect segue because that brings up a good thought um that i was having about um like we you talked about the brain being lazy or whatever but it makes me also think about how often narrow and i'm going to be stereotypical i guess guys how narrow guys are about masturbation um and like like you said, maybe it's laying down, you're stimulating yourself and then you like the, the routine, how, how routine guys are sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, but that also makes me think of like the misconceptions I think of what's involved in, in masturbation. So for example, like with toys, with women, generally it's accepted and it's okay. Like, yeah, you know, there's going to be toys during masturbation and, and or sex, but I think there's a different viewpoint of toys with men men masturbating, whether that's with a sleeve or like, mm-hmm. or pegging or putting mm-hmm. something in, in um, anal play, you know what I mm-hmm. mean? Like there's this very narrow point of view about s- masturbation with men. I don't know. What are your thoughts about that? But
1: yeah, I, I think you're right. There is, I think with a lot of things, men have a more restricted, um, of what's a window of tolerance, let's mm. say, right? Like, even with clothing, right, we're, we're more restricted um, compared to, to females, right? Like right. We have less... Like, our clothes are more boring. Yeah. <laughs> like, three
0: colors. Yes. <laughs>
1: and so, you know, I think with masturbation, it's the same thing, right? Like, men are more... They feel more restricted. They feel like less is tolerated. When really especially if you're by yourself while you're masturbating you can do whatever you want uh, mm-hmm. within reason you know as long as you're not hurting yourself <laughs> Sure. <laughs> um, and so you know i think that again it kind of goes back to that comment you made earlier about how do they how are they going to know what they like unless they you know figure out what they like and what they don't like and so you know that's part of it, like self exploration and, and self expression, and allowing themselves room to explore that. And if they explore it and they don't like it, then don't do it anymore, right? But sometimes with clients, I'll hear the comment, "Well, does that make me gay?" Mm-hmm. Right? I was just gonna ask
0: that. <laughs> that was gonna be my next question. <laughs> and
1: nothing makes you gay. Nothing makes anyone gay, right? Wearing a pink shirt doesn't make you gay. Uh, or, you know, if you wear it seven times or, you know, whatever the magic number is, it's not going to make you anything. And so, you know, this this exploring to see what you like and what you don't like, it's not going to make you anything. Mm-hmm. Um, except for maybe dependent on <laughs> doing sure. a routine, right? Because <laughs> um, that can make, you know, But it, but sexuality is not, or, you know, sexual preference or identity is not made by experience Mm -hmm. your experience doesn't make your sexuality uh, right your sexuality should be an expression of of your identity Mm
0: -hmm. yeah i mean and i've had even couples where you know again especially the like anal play i think um the partner then worries about that like oh does that mean that you want to have sex with men or does that mean like Like, that's weird or whatever, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Like, um, But like you said, like, when you're in the privacy of your home, like, also you don't get to pick necessarily what feels good to you, you know, at times. Like, if it feels good, that doesn't necessarily mean anything. Similar to fantasies. I know you had a client or something, you had someone where they were having like rape fantasies and they were like concerned about that. But just cause you have that, the fantasy or just cause this thing feels good. It doesn't necessarily mean anything or doesn't right. mess. It doesn't mean that you want to be raped or doesn't mean that you want to have sex with a, a man and have anal sex with someone just means it means what it means. It's just pleasurable in the moment, you know? Right. There's, you know, there, there are lots of straight
1: men who like anal play Um, and that is simply because the prostate is involved, Uh right? The uh prostate is an important part of sexual function for men. And so stimulating the prostate when you're being sexual adds to pleasure for men. And so it can be something that you incorporate into that, um, to increase your sexual pleasure. It doesn't mean you're gay. It doesn't mean you you want to have sex with a man, um, Although if you do, that's fine too. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Right, sure. (laughs) Uh, And so, um, again, it it doesn't make you anything. It just means you are at least subconsciously aware that your prostate can be involved Mm -hmm. in sexual pleasure. Um, And that's why sometimes when men have prostate surgery, they lose some sexual Mm -hmm. functioning. Because Mm -hmm. your your prostate is integrally involved, whether you like it or not, Mm -hmm. in sexual (laughs) pleasure and so, you know and it for men who want to stimulate that during sexual pleasure that's fine right like that's in i don't we just tend to jump to conclusions right like we just mm-hmm. tend to oh well this means that not, a, not if you don't want it to mean mm-hmm. that like <laughs> right right <laughs> not if
0: you're not say, if you're saying it doesn't mean that <laughs> right
1: you know you can determine what and explore and find out what you like but you determine who you are and how you want to express that. Mm-hmm. And I think we need to, like, I, I just think humans like to slap labels on people and things. And we, we just like things to be, you know, in little boxes mm-hmm. and, you know, and all neatly put away, but it, it doesn't work that way.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Where do you think that when I was thinking about this, you know, like anal play, but also like nipple stimulation or something, the way yeah. I, I kind of framed it was like, not those are not as masculine, whatever that means or whatever. But I, I thought about, like, maybe is that the frame? So anyways, the question is, like, where do you think that comes from, that idea that, oh, it's not masculine, so it's weird, or it's not, or you shouldn't be doing it? I don't know. Maybe that's not the necessarily the frame, but the way I frame it is like the ma- masculinity thing. But what mm-hmm. do you think that...
1: Right. I think, again, there's a very narrow window mm-hmm. of tolerance, although I do think in recent decades it's gotten a little wider, but right. you know, there's a very narrow window of tolerance for male sexual expression. You know, Traditionally, men having sex that has to be with a woman, the man has to be on top. The woman has to be on the bottom, on her back, mm-hmm. and nobody moves. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> um, and so, and no talking. Right? <laughs> and so, like I think that that's kind of the myth that's been perpetuated mm-hmm. through the years of, you know, this. Is, and if you operate outside of that strict code, then something's wrong, right? Something you're deviant somehow or perverted. Mm-hmm. And so, which it's ridiculous. Um, sex should be as individual as it individually expressive as people are individual Mm -hmm. right like Mm -hmm. as the clothes we wear or whatever else like your sex either solo sex or sex with a partner can be um, creative and it can vary from person to person and you know you mentioned nipple play that is something that um, some men are shocked by the concept of Of having their nipples touched Mm -hmm. Um, because again I think traditionally breasts are for females Mm -hmm. right and breast Mm -hmm. stimulation is for females Um, but men have nipples too and they're just as sensitive Mm -hmm. as female nipples right and Mm -hmm. um, some men don't like their nipples touched and that's fine right right but how do you know that unless (laughs) your nipples are touched right Um, and so an oxytocin is actually released through nipple stimulation. Um, and so oxytocin is a, is a bonding chemical. Um, it is a pleasurable chemical that your brain releases during sexual play and nipple stimulation. Um, women already release two or three times the amount of oxytocin that men release naturally. Um, and so stimulating male nipples can help increase oxytocin production so, if you want a man to fall in love with you, mm-hmm. touch his nipples <laughs> with his permission. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, that's funny. What? Well, and I think it. You know, I think it also comes back to the idea that that guys should want sex all the time, or or yeah, that very masculine idea. So, if you're if you're having sex with your partner, then there's no need to masturbate, or there's no need to like explore your nipples or whatever, because you're being you're having sex twice a day or something whatever i mean not saying that's bad but um so that's like what a man does is they have sex with their partner you know i think that's part of the that concept that's stuck around still you know to of that masculinity like you should just want to have sex with your why do you need to masturbate just get your wife and have sex or get your partner not just wife but um yeah so i think i feel like that's has persisted still, you know, that idea of that masculine idea.
1: Well, and to me, like, that's a very common thought. Mm-hmm. But to me, I always think of food when we have this discussion because, you know, like, I might like pizza. I might like pizza a lot, right? Um, and I might want to eat pizza three or four times a week. Mm-hmm. But does that mean I don't ever want tacos? Right. <laughs> right? <laughs> and so, like, I think that yes, if you're in a sexual relationship with a partner, you should want to have sex with that person. Um, although there are some sexless couples out mm-hmm. there and they're functioning just fine through mutual agreement, but you should want to share pleasure with your partner and that's fine. But they're, they're, could be, should be, and, and are times where you want to be sexual with yourself. And that doesn't mean you don't love your partner. It doesn't mean you don't want to pleasure them. It doesn't mean that you don't want a sexual relationship with them. Like we just, we do these like all or nothing mm. things and that doesn't make sense, right? Like if you take that, like I just took it, took those words and applied it to food and it doesn't make sense. Then why do we think it makes sense mm-hmm. with sex, Right um and so i think wanting to feel pleasure is as much an individual thing as it is a partnered thing right Mm -hmm. just like when i said earlier about there's times where i want to be alone and there's times where i want to be with groups
0: of people Mm -hmm. and i think that's normal yeah yeah so so what are some um myths that you've heard I one of the biggest ones i saw was like if you masturbate too much, you'll go blind. <laughs> That's like a huge one. Um, are there other myths that come to mind when you think about some of the crazy things that people think sometimes?
1: I heard one a long time, long, long time ago that like masturbation will make you grow hair on the palms of your hands. <laughs> uh, and I'm like, what? We'd um, we have a lot of hair. Would right? <laughs> be a lot of men with <laughs> a lot of hairy palms. <laughs> Uh, And I've not really seen anybody with hair on their palms. Uh, Yeah, the blind one is one, Um, and so I'm trying to think of others.
0: Um, I'm sure there's lots of them Mm -hmm. out there. Causing acne—that was one that I heard. Like that, you'll get a bunch of acne. And I remember when I was in high school, I was pretty had fair amount of acne. But I did also masturbate a yeah. lot, so I, I was like, "Damn it, this is maybe I should stop masturbating," <laughs> which but, didn't happen. <laughs> right. But I think acne is like
1: they're they're putting two things that are coincidentally happening at the same time, right? Right. Because teenage boys and teenage girls get acne, right? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. whether they're masturbating or not. And so I think you know somebody put these two things that are coincidentally happening at the same time. They're saying they're they're attributing cause there, uh-huh. right? Correlation does not mean causation. Uh-huh. And so just because teenagers masturbate and teenagers have acne doesn't mean those two things are related. <laughs> right. um, uh-huh. They also get hungry. Mean. <laughs> right. <You know? laughs>
0: teenagers are hungry all the time. Right. So <laughs> right. right. It's because they have acne. I think right. that's the reason. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> uh, so I think
1: that there's just a lot of... There's a lot of... Lack of knowledge out there, and then that that perpetuates the myths, mm. right? It per, it allows the myths to take hold and to grow, um, and you know, there's a whole there's a whole religious connotation to that mm. um, about masturbation, and in my opinion, I'm not a theologian, I'm not a pastor, but in my opinion, um, in biblical times, right in in you know, the religious context, procreation was important to fill the planet, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Now our planet is overflowing. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, in biblical times, you know, be fruitful and multiply was a thing. And so there had to be a reduction of masturbation, right? Mm -hmm. Spilling your seed on the ground, Mm -hmm. the Bible talks about. Um, And so that... The command was more prevalent then because they wanted reproduction but now Mm -hmm. our planet is overflowing and actually like less than a half Mm -hmm. a percent of the sex that you have is for procreation Mm -hmm. among heterosexual married couples who do want to have children still less than a half of 1% of the sex that people have is for procreation Um, and that is that That less than a half a percent is probably too high
0: um, Mm -hmm.
1: because that was based on I think the math I did was based on people having three children um, and having sex an average of once a week Um, and many couples have sex more often than that um, and many couples have less than three Mm -hmm. children so um, that would mean that it's even less than a half of one percent of the sex that you have is for procreation and so, and to me, masturbation is the same as having sex when you're not procreating, right? It's the same. You're mm-hmm. wasting your seed. Mm-hmm. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. And the planet can't withstand everybody to have a child every time mm-hmm. they have sex, so... Right. <laughs> Definitely
0: not. Yeah. yeah, for sure. What What about the... Um... One of the, can I break my penis? One of the thoughts that floats around there, like from <laughs> masturbating too much, <laughs> which is, I mean, there is a risk with certain activities to, right, like do so, damage to your penis. But anyways, <laughs> that's again they where they mix the like yes like, too yes, myth and reality. Yeah, <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's funny because when you first said that, I was like, well, yes, yeah, it is right. possible, <laughs> uh, but it's not probable, <laughs> um, and so that is something that we need to talk about like so yes it is possible to break your penis um so now everybody's horrified
0: (laughs) um
1: but it's very rare that it happens um there are no bones in your penis um and if there are you you should probably get that check (laughs) Uh, because there's not supposed to be um your penis is has caverns in it tubes It's made of muscular tissue and vascular tissue, vascular meaning blood, right? Uh, Blood tissue, tissue that holds blood. Mm -hmm. Anyway, (laughs) so there's three um, sheaths in your penis that look kind of like this there's two on the top and one on the bottom, Um, and those sheaths fill with blood. Um, And then that's how you get an erection because there's a something similar to a rubber band, (laughs) um, whatever that tissue is called that can constrict, um, that closes at the base of your penis and it traps the blood basically in your penis and that's how you get an erection. So if trauma occurs to your penis, then those sheaths, one or more of those sheaths can rupture. Mm. Um, and then that's what we call breaking your penis. Um, the, the reason I didn't like, right because there's no bone so it's not broken. It just ruptured mm-hmm, Right, mm-hmm. but right rupturing your penis probably sounds even more traumatic than breaking <laughs> your penis um, and so Usually that only the most common occurrence of breaking penises comes from partnered sex where the partner is on the top and they're they're doing this motion on the penis mm-hmm. and then the penis slips out and when the person comes right. down with force, it, it causes the penis to bend while erect, and then it puts even more pressure. Think water balloon. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. if you take one of those long balloons and fill it with water and you bend it, it could certainly pop, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, like bend it aggressively and dramatically. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And so penis ruptures are, are, are rare, um, but usually it comes from partnered sex because it takes a tremendous amount of pressure mm-hmm. to rupture that because that that sheath is very strong um, and very resilient. Um, but it but it has happened and mm-hmm. can happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you would need a, an awful lot of force um, with solo masturbation to break mm-hmm. your penis. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: but I'm not saying it's impossible to happen. Sure, but definitely. Yeah. Cool. Um, let me see some other myths. What about um, one thing? I, one one I wrote down is masturbating is cheating. That's kind of like an interesting one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what are your thoughts about that? I mean, because again, like, what what made me think about it was that situation where it was atypical, quote unquote, different type of masturbating that the partner didn't like that person masturbating in that way or mm-hmm. the, like anal play or whatever that does that mean you're gay or whatever. So it's that concept of maybe one partner's doing something that the other partner doesn't agree with when they're masturbating. Mm-hmm. That's kind of a complex thing. I think. Yes. You, <laughs> you brought up several points Yeah. There. Yeah. yeah.
1: Um, I, it is my wish mm-hmm. <laughs> that couples talk more. Um, about sex. Well, the couple should talk more about everything but, Right, but certainly they should talk more about sex what they like what they don't like what is permissible what is not permissible um, You know a lot of that is unwritten rules and And when we don't talk about something, but we just expect adherence to a certain behavior Then that's where we get into this gray area. Mm. And somebody's gonna be mad. Somebody's gonna be upset somebody's gonna be hurt Um, Because we haven't talked about it, but yet there's these expectations after the Mm -hmm. fact, right? And so um, I think couples should sit down with each other and have discussions about, um, do you think it's okay if I masturbate once a month Mm
0: -hmm. or -hmm.
1: once a week or once a day? Like, (laughs) do you think it's like, is that okay with you, right? If not, 100% of my sexual energy goes towards you. Um, and they can certainly put a caveat in there. Like, no, I'm not having sex with other people, but is it okay if, if I masturbate mm-hmm. once in a while? Um, and you know, cause certainly women are, most women are, you know, have a period once a month. Um, and so for most people, not all, but mm-hmm. for most women who are on their periods, um, Sex could penetrative penile sex could be off the table during their during their period. Again, not every right. some people do have sex while they're on their period, right. and that's fine. Um, but certainly, it, could that be a time mm-hmm. when mm-hmm. when it's okay for your male partner to masturbate? Um, but have that discussion. That's that's what I'm saying is mm-hmm. we need to sit down with our partners, and and discuss these things. Right? Discuss how many children you want to have if you want to have children at all. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You know, discuss. Yeah. How often would you like to have sex? And how often would I like to have sex? We need, no nobody talks about that, <laughs> mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. But it's assumed we should just understand mm-hmm. what the answer is. And so I think couples need to talk about stuff more often. Mm-hmm. Um, and how do you feel about toys? And, you know, how do you feel about nipple stimulation? <laughs> you, know? Um, you know, I think, I think there'd be a lot less misunderstandings and a lot mm-hmm. less hurt feelings if we would talk about stuff like that and negotiate right um so if somebody's like no i don't want you to ever masturbate well how about when you're on your period would mm-hmm. that be okay mm-hmm. and then they're like yeah because you're not doing anything with me anyway right. so you might as well right? right yeah yeah i had one woman say as long as you clean up after yourself that's fine you know because he would masturbate and throw the kleenex on the floor or whatever and then
0: she'd have <laughs> to pick it up <laughs> and she's like i don't want to clean up your mess so. that's reasonable reasonable yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's fascinating how often that happens where it's like, it's not talked about, but then you get into a situation later on where you didn't even know, I guess, what was happening when they masturbated or whatever, and then later on, it's not okay, you know, and then you get into the situation where you're like policing someone's masturbation habits, which I don't think it's cool for anyone, for either party, like, mm-hmm. you telling someone like, no, you shouldn't masturbate that way, you know, with, without we're talking about it before now Mm -hmm. all of a sudden it's like an issue it's just fascinating how long that goes sometimes before couples like realize like oh crap you've been doing this while you masturbate I don't like that yeah you know or whatever just any type of sexual thing but that one for sure
1: and I think it would be healthier for relationships if instead of people saying oh you do that I don't like that you know with the face Mm -hmm. (laughs) ask ask them what does that mean Right. Yes. Like, oh, you like to do this when you masturbate. What does that mean? Right. right? Um, in other words, instead of accusing them of being gay because they like that or whatever, mm-hmm. whatever it is, or being a sex addict, yes. or something. That's like another one. Like, what does that uh-huh. mean that you like to do this? Um, and can I be a part of that? Right. I think that's another question. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, because I mean, when it comes down to it, we know what we like. Right. So masturbation can be even more pleasurable sometimes than sex. Right. Because Mm -hmm. we know what we want. Mm -hmm. And if we're not communicating about it, if we're not communicating to our partner, this is what I like, then it becomes easier for self sex. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, And this might be a good time to throw some (laughs) stats in there um, (laughs) that, you know, 18 to 29 year olds are having Less sex now than they were at any time in the history since we've been keeping track of these stats. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they're having more masturbatory sex than they are partnered sex um, for the first time, like I said and since the history of us keeping tabs on that because it's easier mm-hmm. like we don't you know if if we want to masturbate, then our partner doesn't have a headache or isn't on their period mm-hmm. or whatever, right like Like we can take care of ourselves because we know what we like, and our partner doesn't because we didn't have this discussion, Mm -hmm. and so there's less communication. Um, I don't have to take my
0: partner to the movies. Mm -hmm. Right, right. right. (laughs) What's the state of the relationship that day when I'm horny? You know, maybe we've been fighting, or I didn't take out the garbage, so no sex. (laughs) (laughs) True, (laughs) and so
1: I think that yeah, I think communication can be can solve a lot of problems in relationships
0: mm, definitely why Why do you think now kind of pulling back the bigger um, thing why do you think masturbation is such a hot topic or like a hot button issue both again overall but also you know I think about often the Christian people we see or whatever so like why do you think it's such a debated thing. Masturbation is such a big thing.
1: Honestly, I think it's because it's done in private, Mm. right? Alone. Um, anything that, that people don't understand, they tend to label it as wrong, Mm. right? Um, Because there's just in the normal course of life, like i feel that whatever i do is right right because i'm a good person right mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so i'm going through th- through life thinking oh where wearing a blue shirt is right okay. <laughs> you don't have a blue shirt on so you must Dang be it. wrong <laughs> <laughs>
0: right it's like but we do that right like like yes yeah we impose, <laughs> we impose our beliefs to others or whatever that, right that it should be that way yeah mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. and it's almost subconscious sometimes but you know right. we, we go through life saying these are the choices i'm making these choices are right if you make different choices you must be wrong mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. and i think that's baloney right right <laughs> like i don't think life works that way
0: and it, and it happens so often sorry to interrupt but that i so often i hear the thought like or the the phrase like but I don't do it that way or like it's insane how often I hear that phrase like you know uh, I can't even think of an example but I'd be talking about um dealing I don't know driving to getting angry when we drive you know but but I don't get angry when I drive you're a totally different person (laughs) like of course you don't like that's fine yeah
1: (laughs) well and then the next step to that yes that's exactly Uh what I'm talking about and then the next step to that is I think our brains automatically go to, go to what would it take for me to get angry when I drive? Mm. Oh, I would have to like hate the person that mm. I'm with or something. Mm-hmm. And so now that means you hate me because you got angry when you drove, right? right? So right. then we make these, like it's so
0: severe, like, like the all or nothing thing you're talking about. You go to the millionth level of, of it, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Because that's what it would take for me to act like that. Right, right. right. Instead of just asking, the person what does that mean right mm-hmm. um, does it mean that you hate the person you're with or does it mean that you want to kill these people no right it just means that I don't like people pulling out in front of me right yeah yeah Like, so ask your part ask the person what does that mean mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. when you do this um, and and I tell my clients you have to ask it in a non-confrontational way. So, like, what does that mean? <laughs> is different than I'm curious. What does that mean? I don't. I don't understand this. Right. Yeah. Like those are. So you have to do it in a non-confrontational, non-emotional way, um, from a place of curiosity, and
0: not condemnation. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right. Right. So I think the, you know, then it's people's putting those assumptions on to others, like, um, like in the scenario of one partner liking anal play or something like for me to be to enjoy anal play it must be like that would be weird so my partner so enjoying it weird. then it's weird you know what i mean because i would never do that so yeah that you know, you know right it's right. the same concept right. so interesting cool. um Yeah, I mean, that's the, again, if there's any questions, we'd love to answer questions here. I don't know if you have anything else that you wanted to add about masturbation. I think we touched on a lot of different um, scenarios and topics. Yeah, no, I think we are good. Awesome. (laughs) Thanks for watching. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Here's just a tip. We all know self-pleasure can be a positive tool to figuring out what you like, giving yourself a way to relax, etc. However, there are a few things that we want to watch out for. Here are four things to avoid during self-intimacy. Number one, rubbing too hard. Rubbing your penis too hard or too fast can harm your organ. This may cause a lot of friction, which may lead to swelling, rashes, pain, or potential urinary tract infection. Plus it may desensitize you to the normal variations in stimulation during partnered sex. Number two, squeezing too hard. In the heat of pleasure, we may often get caught up in the moment, but it is important not to rub too hard because this may leave you susceptible to fracture or unwanted pain. Number three, doing it behind the wheel. I know the mood can strike anytime or anywhere. However, when you're driving may not be the best time to relieve yourself. It can be super dangerous. Drive safe. Number four, inserting foreign objects on or in. Some men may enjoy using objects that have holes in them, for example, water bottles, or putting things in their penis holes, for example, pencils. But it is important to use the correct tool for the job. Masturbation toys or sterilized equipment will prevent infections down there. Liking what you're hearing so far? Feel free to give us a follow at our socials down below and get some more info on sex therapy related topics.